You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and this is my conversation with Jake Killey. He's the guitarist in a band called Strung Out. The reason for the conversation is to promote Strung Out's upcoming tour of Australia across June and July of 2018. Let's hear what Jake has to say. Here we go. Jake, welcome to the show. You are coming to Australia for a massive tour that includes regional locations such as Maroochydore on the Sunshine Coast, where I'm from, and you will be performing Suburban Teenage Wasteland Blues, that classic album, plus heaps of fan faves. So what what else can you tell us about the tour? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, man, just really looking forward to coming down. It's, it's going to be a blast to play the record. Um, everyone always seems to respond really well to that older material. So, you know, it's a lot of fun to do, and we're going to mix it up, have a bunch of newer songs as well in the second half of the set. And, um, you know, we have an acoustic EP that we're about to put out. And I don't know if we're going to really include any of that in it, maybe a song or two. Yep. But, uh, yeah, definitely just looking forward to coming down and, you know, having a great time with everybody. And it's just, it's so, it's so cool that we still get to do this after all these years. So that, thanks for bringing up the acoustic track. Is that more indicative of the direction that the band's going to be moving in, moving forward? Or is it just one episode in the band's career, so to speak? No, it's just something that we have been talking about doing for some time. You know, let's let's do uh, an acoustic format and just, you know, see how it goes. And uh, some of the guys had really wanted to do it for a few years. So about a year ago, we put the time aside. And, um, yeah, it's just kind of like a cool little thing, a departure from what we've always been known as. And, you know, definitely not the new direction or anything, but just kind of a like a, you know, a little brief break in, in what we've been doing and, and something also you know is it, a quicker thing to put together because there's not a lot of drumming on it or, or anything like mm. that it's really just like two the guitars a couple couple outside instruments and you know in, instrumentation in it but uh it's you know the, the vocals really sell these songs you know it's a pretty stripped down version of what we've always done and mm. it's cool it actually turned out pretty pretty rad in the big picture you know and it's it's, it's you know at least the challenge to to do something outside of the box once in a while and it was definitely a restraint, you know, like for me to, to not be trying to write all the different guitar parts like I, I try to do. It's more <laughs> like, let's be minimal with the music and kind of have the, the vocals shine through. And it's just cool. And now it gives us like, you know, something that we can break out from here and there. And we can do some acoustic shows with it. We can go play like campfire parties. We can do whatever, <laughs> you know. It's just yep. another, another little like layer of what we do. But I'm already working on the next full-on acoustic or acoustic uh, electric record. You know, yeah. the full-on heavy. I think we're going to make one of our heaviest records ever after this, which uh, we're hoping to get out Mate, next year as bring well. Bring it on. That'd be unreal. Yeah. Is that, is, are you inspired by some of the new, new bands that have come out in the metalcore, deathcore scene or death metal or whatever that have inspired you to go in that direction? Or is it just an evolution? No. Oh, just more of like an evolution and more about just getting back to my roots. You know, nothing really new coming out. It's more about like getting back to like the roots of what we were about in the old days. And we have a new drummer now and he's just out of control. He's, he's just brought so much new life into the band and this new fire into the band. So writing with him, it's like so motivating. And, and this next record is just going to be out of control. We're going we're gonna to be doing things that we've never done before. We're going to be pushing it to a level that just it's never been. So it's, you know, it's really just kind of harnessing what we do, getting back to the roots of what we do, and also breaking some new ground with, with stuff that we haven't actually even attempted yet. So it's it's fun to challenge yourself still after all these years. I bet it is. And what I really like about you guys is your resilience, because I think many critics wrote punk pop, if that's what I can call it, and SoCal punk is probably the better way to describe it. 
often the late 90s is just another fad, but yeah. it's been so remarkably resilient as you have been sure. in a band. And look, I remember having an acoustic guitar back in the mid-90s and I had a sticker, a strung-out sticker, Lagwagon, and a host of other bands that yeah. were popular then that are still so popular now. Yeah. So what what do you put your enduring popularity down to? I think just the fact that it's all from the heart, you know, all our bands did this because we really love this type of music and we weren't just trying to be a part of a fad and then move on to something else. And when the two thousands came along, you're right. A lot of people wrote off like the epitaph and fat records kind of scene is, is being mm -hmm. done, but they actually got it completely wrong because everything that came on the two thousands really was more of a fad and it's more people trying to jump on to yes. like something. And most of those bands don't exist anymore. But we are still going super strong. Lagwagon's going super strong. No effects, Pennywise. Like, we're all doing huge numbers still. And yeah. I think it's because it's just really from the heart and it's sincere. And we don't compromise. And, and, and it's fucking a good alternative to what the mainstream is trying to push. And, but these days I see everything coexisting a lot better than it ever had. You know, like, there, mm -hmm. there was a time when the major labels and, and stations like MTV and stuff had a lot of power and they could really dictate what was out there and what was, what was cool or not. And we've really, you know, surpassed that now to where everyone's able to go out there and, and find the music that they like, find the good stuff out there that, that they, and it, it blows my mind that our band is still relevant, you know, 25 years later after our start and, and 20 years after this record that we put out in the mid nineties, we're doing a tour and we're getting a huge response and, and a lot of excitement around it. So mm. I don't know. I just feel so lucky to have it. We feel really fortunate to still have it. Well, you, the the band's music and indeed the band never. Ever, I mean, I think even if you only had one territory, it'd be Australia because you and Strung Out and Australia go together like bloody beer at a barbecue. So you must feel a special kinship with Australian audiences. Oh, it's great, man! I mean, Australia's always been a wonderful audience and a wonderful place just to go. It's a beautiful place. You guys are just like a hard rock and kind of party country, <laughs> and you know, being a a skate culture, surf culture band that we kind of are growing up in Southern California, I think that connects, you know, because you guys are kind of based in similar sort of things. So I think there's a lot of commonality there. And, you know, we got a lot of uh, surf videos and snowboard videos and skate videos to feature us early on. And I know that's where a lot of you guys yes. kind of found out about us. I remember that. And really, it got us all around. Yeah, man, they were super crucial at spreading the word back then and um you know i think we owe a lot of of our success and and stuff to to getting a part of that scene and it just it, it's very compatible with australia and southern california and you know it's this whole like pacific punk rock kind of thing that that works great you know where if you look at some of the like east coast hardcore bands in america they do really well in like germany and they do really well in yeah. england and stuff like that's more of like an atlantic sort of thing and it's i mean it all does well everywhere you know there's fans for all types everywhere but I agree. There's something about like the skate culture we grew up in and bands like Excel and Suicidal Tendencies and like old Metallica and mm. Bad Religion and stuff like that, that, you know, it, it really, it, it, it's like, it's like kind of coming home. But when we go to Australia, it feels really natural. Yeah, such a good point you raise, actually. Pacific punk and Atlantic punk. I'd never thought of it that way, but it so fits, doesn't it? It's just how it is, you know, that hard. It really range. does when you, when you kind of think about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they really appreciate that. And, you know, there's a lot, there's California hardcore too, but it's it's a different sort of thing, hmm. you know? Yeah. So just talking about the Australian connection again, I read online, now correct me if I'm wrong, but you got married on stage in Perth a few years back. Well, it's about 10 years back now, wasn't it? I did. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, back in like 2013, so it was a little, oh, okay. bit, a little bit ago. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Was that... But it was, it was fun, man. It was really cool. It was just real spontaneous. 
I was going to ask you, that's, that you, God, you read my mind. I was going to ask if it was a spontaneous thing or whether it was something that you'd actually planned ahead. No, man. I mean, me and my fiance, we were trying to think of a place to do it and a time and we just couldn't really narrow it down. And then our buddy, Brooks Wackerman, who was playing drums for Bad Religion at the time was, hey, just do it on stage tomorrow. I can get Greg, our guitar player, he's a minister, you know, have him come do it for you guys. And we were like, fuck, that sounds great. Let's do it. So it's pretty much like the next day. We, we asked Greg if he would come by our set. He came by, and we took like five minutes out of the end of our set and just, just did this quick little ceremony on stage with Brooks, and then Bert from The Used was up there. and It was just fun as shit, you know? It was just like a fun kind of thing to do, and, and yeah, it was, it was cool. It was definitely a great memory. Wonderful, mate. Now, this will be my final question. We've already spoken about the length of time you've been doing this for, so what I'd like to know is, is what's the biggest challenge that you've faced as a group of musicians or you individually answer it how you will, but what's the biggest challenge that you've faced you've managed to overcome in the notoriously difficult music industry? Yeah. You know, I think just keeping that excitement there and keeping the, the, the drive to want to keep making music, um, you know, cause some bands, you know, they have a hard time of it, maybe due to the label they're on, maybe due to this or that, but we have a label that's, that supports us completely and has always given us creative control and they don't pressure us into trying to do something that we're not trying to do. And that's been great. You know, they give us the control to do it on our own terms. And we just really, we all need this in our life for some reason, you know, the five of us. And, you know, even though we've changed a few members here and there, we still need this. We love it so much and, and we'll sacrifice almost anything to, to keep it going. And, and, you know, the, the love we get from our fans has been huge. You know, the, the support we've gotten from people that get our lyrics tattooed on them and our symbols tattooed on them and yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's unbelievable. So I, I'm just trying to live up to like their expectations of us. And I do it for myself because I truly love it, but I feel a responsibility to these people that have supported us and, you know, still love it. So as long as there's an interest in us, I don't want to ever stop. Yeah. Well, I don't think that interest is going to go away anytime soon. So congratulations on a stellar career to date. And you know what? I think it's all forward from here for you guys. So um, I should be in the crowd at Maruchido when you guys play. Thank so you, hopefully we can have a beer together. Let's do it, man. I'll see you there. It sounds like a blast. Thanks, mate. No worries. Thanks very much. You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that was my conversation with Jake Killey, the guitarist in the band Strung Out. Really appreciate you listening.